Fuck shit. Fuck shit. Fuck. Push it. your little spirits right up oh my goodness happy friday everybody Mm. happy happy friday if you're listening to this on the day it drops which you should and you're in the pasadena area Mm -hmm. you should be at our show tonight at the at the ice house you should eight o'clock and if you're not guess what go to laughster.com l-a-f-f-s-t-e-r.com and you can watch the show streaming live so you yeah. just sign up. So what's the problem? You know? There's no problems in life. Only solutions. <laughs> there you go. So that's exciting. And then you guys, after that, um, December 5th, T-Nuts and I go to San Diego to do your mom's house live at the live. American Comedy Company. Um, and then I'm in Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta Punchline, December 19th through 22nd. And then New Year's Eve, T-Nuts and I are uh, co-headlining the DC Improv for New Year's Week. You guys should come and hang out with us. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. And also, uh, this is a cool thing. My friend Mary Lynn Rice Cub and I are doing a live show. It's called Bad Advice, and it's uh, at the Melrose Improv December 8th. Come see Mary Lynn and I do this show. Uh, We've been working on it for quite a while. It's so much fun. That's awesome. And bring your ladies, gentlemen. Nice. And that's it. What about you, nuts? Yo. Um, December 6th, I am at the Calusa Casino with one Uncle Joey Coco Diaz. Cocksucker. Cocksucker. Where's Calusa? It's Northern California. Um, I think it's near or like an hour or something from Sacramento, maybe. Calusa. Yeah. Something like that. Calusa to me back. Calusa to me. Um... So yes, there. And the very next night, December seventh, we are in Eugene, Oregon, uh, at the historic uh, and historic. You hear people go yes. and historic and, and like, historic event. That's how you're supposed to say it, apparently, but it just feels so wrong. And historic. I agree. It always sounds wrong to me. But I think it's they're right. Historic. And yeah. And historic. We're going to be at an historic yeah. theater. Are you the, sure about that? The McDonald Theater. The historic McDonald Theater is among <laughs> historic theaters. This is one of an historic theaters, <laughs> and they serve uh, McDonald's cheeseburgers. It during... is McDonald's only. <laughs> Joey and I are huge fans of McDonald's, and <laughs> they're sponsoring your tour. Yeah, are you and Joey Diaz? Mm-hmm. Wow, that'd be so pretty anyways, awesome. Yeah, that's it's very exciting. So we're. Um, we're going to be doing that on the 7th, and then you you did New Queers, right? I mean, New Year's. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 That's pal. not appropriate to say it like that. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, hey, pal. Hey, buddy. I'm going to shoot you in the face. Hey, pal. What's um, New Queers, babe? <laughs> um, Washington, think- D.C. That's New Year's, you silly goose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. DC yeah. Improv, yo. Get yeah. it. Get some. Get some. <laughs> People talk like that, for real. Yeah. Get it. Get on it. Shit. I always feel like such a douchebag when I tweet shows. Because how do you... You never sound cool doing it. It's always like, yeah, check out my shit. Check out my shit, dog. I'm like, all right. Um, so anyways, I'm real excited to be doing these shows with my Uncle Joey and um, and my shows with my, my mommy, Jeans. So please come out. 
You know what I'm saying, G? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 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 Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And then you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's probably the best one of all time. Is that your favorite one you of all time? I'm, I'm not like, like you know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Let me see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have different. I have different. You know what I'm saying? That's the so, best. I like when you isolate. I give him the grease. Um, <laughs> let's see. You know what I'm saying? Who's that guy? That guy is the best. That guy's from uh, that pimp documentary, right? No, he's from the. Um, now I'm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's from. <laughs> Um, he's from uh, the uh, Death Row. That's right. Documentary. Now I'm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't never had a job before in my life until I started working That's for right. shit. You know, in and out of jail. You know what I'm saying? Did a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, there's the such a good one. Um, I'll, I'll pull up another one of those in a second. Let's. Uh, okay. Let's play this. Let's play this. <laughs> Let's play this. What? Was that what you're looking for? That's what I thought. You got a reason to be on top of me, motherfucker. You don't have shit beyond fucking bullshit, motherfucker. You don't got shit. I'm sitting there having a drink, eating dinner, and you decided to fucking molest me, and you didn't have a fucking reason to. Period. Period, motherfucker. <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. Spaceship has to leave before I can start. You, I just did that. Th- you did that thing where I looked over at you and you were repeating something funny in your own head. Oh, yeah. And then you, you laughed to yourself and you looked at the thought, like you looked up and you're like, that was really funny. And no, then, that wasn't funny. And then you, oh, that was, that was, oh, I can't believe that. That happened. was a confrontational. Oh. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't tell you about it on the air, you know. Oh, but it was a, con- it was something that happened to you today yeah. or? No, a while ago, and I was like, you thought about it, and then what yeah. made you think about it? Um, just things that happened earlier today. Oh, it wasn't the clip I thought maybe. No, 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 no. Your... Uh-uh. No, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell you about okay. it. I can't. I can't. Okay. Um, this is from, that was an old episode of Cops. Oh, God, Let me, let me expo- <laughs> And uh, I had seen this a long time ago. Somebody sent it in again this week. The cops from like from from the show, they are have this guy pinned down outside of a restaurant on the sidewalk, mm. and they are like they're sitting on his back, like knee in his back, stepping on his legs. His face is on the concrete, and he is fired up. So let me tell you what: the lady called, wanted you out of the restaurant, wants to have you arrested for trespass. What she served me That's for? A, okay, she already served me, motherfucker. You want the answer? There I was it is. Eating dinner. There's the answer. Hey, that's You're under arrest for trespassing. Already, she already served me, okay. asshole. That's between she you already and the served me. That's between she you. already served me. You want to butt fuck me? What? Is that what you're looking for? That's what I thought. You got a reason to be on top of me, motherfucker. You don't have shit beyond fucking bullshit. <laughs> wow. Man, Cops is so good. I wish we had is more Is it still cops, running? So. I don't. F- I think they have like a million episodes shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You that show saying? in the industry is known as 
is that what they call it? An evergreen where that shit can just run for seasons and seasons and seasons. Yep. And yep. you just you know stack checks on top of that motherfucker right there. You can stack checks. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's the type of thing that that never... Ooh, ooh, that's Vivo. Oh, you know what it is? It's the possums. Oh, really? The possums out? I think so. I think so. I think he's got kill, kill. Good boy, get it. Good boy. I like when he protects the house. You do? Yeah, he's protecting. He's really fired up. Kill. Really fired up. Go check on him. Yeah, maybe. Let me make sure there's not a burglar. We're not being burgled. Hold on. Boy. What was out there? What happened? What <laughs> was he doing? So there's a there's a possum that's been running along the wall here of our backyard. Yeah. And he was inside. FIFA was locked inside, but he can he can I think hear them outside. So he lost his mind. I let him outside to try to chase it, you know. I like to encourage him because he's protecting. And I didn't see anything. He just he was like <laughs> I like when he gets really mad at it. Like <laughs> I uh I saw him <laughs> I saw him go after one. Good boy. He went after one. Yeah. And then then I, afterwards I realized that every time I let him out now, he goes to that spot. Yes. He wants to find them. He's like that's his that's his breed, supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. That and then the orange cat in the neighbor's yard, whenever he sees that cat, it's like, oh, it's death. You know we're gonna find out what he is pretty soon. We got uh Yeah, the blood, the DNA test. Yeah, if you if you don't know this, you can get your dog's DNA tested. It's like a fifty dollar test at Petco or whatever, and we're gonna find. I know he's half Brussels, but I don't know what the other half is. I think it's gonna be the terrier. I think it's half Tom Segura bear. Yeah, half me. You know what I'm saying? And then half because <laughs> um, I had sex with a Brussels one time. <laughs> um, the lady that cleaned his teeth last time. Um, she's like, well, I know what kind of dog this is. is that a Chinese lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ty, she goes. She I'm goes. What kind of dog is this? You know what I'm saying? I'm from Thailand. I'm from Bangkok. You know what I'm saying? She goes. This dog. What kind of dog is this? He. She goes. He looks like an upside down Yorkie. I said, I don't know. He might be half Yorkie. He might. He could be. This an upside down Yorkie. Upside down Yorkie. <laughs> I wish we said something a little more offensive. Yeah, right. Look like the middle of my asshole. <laughs> Look like my naked vagina. Like what? Like I, I got a cyst in my pussy. It looks just <laughs> like that. <laughs> this is really not appropriate. I know. I know. Hey, um did you realize You know what I'm saying? What? Yesterday when we, we went to the sushi bar yesterday. Yes. And we didn't get our girl. I think that was done on purpose. You think so? Now she I think, knows. I think she senses it because um <laughs> we didn't make eye contact. When she brought something, like she dropped off uh, one of the dishes. Yeah. And she's just like, uh, like she just puts her head down and walks away. Good. Yeah. Like a beaten animal. Good. Well, what am I going to do? Pretend like she's awesome and she supports us in our decisions? Yeah. Oh, she's a fucking dick. But I did notice that she, when she brought the plates, like the small plates of like four pieces of sushi, yeah, she would be like, "Oh, I don't know where to set it down. It's so, <laughs> oh, not enough room on the table. You're like, there's plenty of room. Yeah, I, uh, I cannot find where to put this. There's so much food here. Yeah, there was nothing there's on the table. There was nothing on the table. No, there was like one other platter because we did have a roll, like an eel roll. And then she came with like two pieces of hamachi and acted like there was so much shit on the table. Oh, oh I kind of, I don't have to put it down. To, it no, praise it on the table. I have not actually heard my voice in the conversation for nearly three years now. Oh, three years. Yeah, she was ridiculous. <laughs> she was ridiculous. She's, she's always so dramatic about what we order. It's like, well, whatever. She's, she's bullshit, man. Yeah, fuck her. I mm-hmm. hope she dies. Sushi aids. Sushi aids all the way. You think she'll get that? Uh, no, no. What I feel like, what the thing about her that stands out the most to me, yeah, is that I feel like it's personal. Yeah, I don't feel like she does it to everybody else. I feel like she has something out for us. Yes, I think that's so too. why. It's weird. I think so. She's not. A, she doesn't want to be friends. Then when we asked her that one time, you really think this is this much food? She's like, "Oh, I eat more." Yeah, the and bitch. We were like, well, then why are you being shitty? Stupid ass fucking hell. Um, speaking of AIDS, did you hear, there's a story, I guess, that Mike Tyson was on the Howard Stern show a while back talking about 
how he slept with this girl and then later found out that she had gotten AIDS. So basically Mike Tyson is such a bad motherfucker that he beat AIDS. Like he didn't even get AIDS. Like he fucked this chick. Who had no. It. Yeah. I got scared that I got AIDS one time. Yeah. From a girl. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was pretty nervous about it. Have you been tested since? Yeah, of course. It was a long time ago. Like hmm. three, four years, 10, 15 years mm. ago. What yeah. happened, Tom? You n- you've never mentioned almost getting AIDS before and we're married. Yeah, I have. I told you about this girl. She was a runaway. Great. And she had like, Scabs. she played in a in a punk band. And she, Great. And I don't know if she had track marks or not, but okay. she was she was pretty like tatted up and good. You know, she was visiting <laughs> North Africa on her own. Africa is a great place to have anonymous sex with people. Unprotected anonymous sex, mm. yes, a couple times. And so I remember <sighs> I had up. a lot of anxiety about that because she looked rough. Right. She had a very rough life look to her. Okay. You know? Can you describe her? I've showed you a picture of her. I have a picture of her somewhere. Remember? In I that, don't remember. I showed you the picture. When I told you about her, I have one of these uh, photo albums. You flip through it. Remember, there's me and this girl who's like fucking wearing leather in the desert, in the in the desert, in the desert. Hmm. And um, she's like, you know, really skinny. Um, it's probably AIDS. Yeah, cheekbones are very pronounced. Brown spots on her face. Gaunt look, dying yellow and brown spots, and <laughs> lesions. Yes, sores, open sores. <laughs> and uh, she insisted oh. that we have unprotected sex. That's cool. And then uh, she insisted that we do it a few more times. Uh, and I thought about that for a long time. I didn't get tested for that for, I don't know. I mean, certainly not immediately. It was a while after that. Yeah, well, you, you know what's good about stuff like that is when something like that happens, definitely put off seeing a doctor. Yeah, but because, look, if you, if you put it off, then you don't have to deal with it. That's the big upside. Yeah, I mean, that's what everybody knows, is if you ignore it, Here's it goes away. Here's our advice. If you're out there, if you have a questionable sexual experience with somebody, mm. wait until you're ready to deal with it before you get tested. That might be <laughs> 10 or 15 years. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, and definitely wait until you're married to tell the person that, that you're I've married. told you this story before, many times. When we were married, you were like, oh, P.S., I think I have AIDS. I got it in Africa. But it's just, I'm saying, yeah. It's true. Um, I don't know if I've had a questionable... I Come on. I've never had unprotected sex with a stranger with lesions on their face like you. She did not have lesions on her face. Scabs. <laughs> she didn't shave her armpits. Oh, cool. Good. Real uh, discerning girl. I didn't realize that until I saw All her. right. Okay. Her nails were yellow. What? Are you serious? Yeah. She had problems. What do you mean? Her nails were yellow? <laughs> <laughs> like from I don't know liver disease. Uh, like I'm gonna throw up. Really? I think so. Is that the, is that the sketchiest sexual experience you've had? Yes. Would you say yes, definitely. That was it. Africa, stranger in Africa was your sketchiest. I think that is the sketchiest <laughs> anybody could ever have. She was visiting Africa. She didn't live there. Okay. She was in Germany, but I remember I had, I was visiting with a friend, and he mm. was like, "Did you just have sex with her?" And I was like, "Yeah." Mm. He's like, do you have a condom? And I was like, no. He goes, do you think that's safe? And I was like, <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about it. You probably have a kid running around in Germany. Have you thought about that? I have thought about that. He's um, about 14 now. <laughs> Great. Do you want to check on him or just let that go? I don't know him? anything about her. I don't know her name. I don't ever. You don't know her first name even? I don't remember it. Of course You don't not. remember the first name of somebody you put your penis in and ejaculated inside of? How do you know? Years ago? Come on. I remember everybody who's ejaculated inside of me. The countless, countless Puerto Rican, uh, Haitian, Dominican guys that have blown loads in me. I keep copious notes, lists. Oh, Jesus. What? Stop it already. What part did you not want to hear about? All of it. (laughs) God. The Dominican loads, the Haitian loads. Oh, my God. The Puerto Rican loads. Oh, my God. Please stop. Did you Please. like did you like the Tyson thing we watched last night? You didn't really discuss it with me. Yes, we watched the uh Undisputed Truth. Yes. Um it was You mean really the good. Undisputed Truth. Undisputed Truth. Someone in my speech goes to hell yeah with one of these things. Undisputed Truth. Uh, the, uh, I, I learned the word epiphany. I learned epiphany. He's fantastic, isn't he? Yeah, he's great. I love Mike Tyson. Of course. Love him. Um 
I find that he's one of the most honest big name celebrities out there. He's so honest yes. about his flaws. Yeah. It's, it's so endearing when somebody's like, here's how I, you know. Yeah, I mean, isn't that the mark of charisma is when somebody knows what their flaws are yes. and puts he's them self-aware. Out there. He's yeah. very self-aware. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. And you see, especially cuz he's been in the spotlight for so long, you know that he used to not be. That mm-hmm. that's what's spectacular about Tyson is the transformation. Mm. You know what he used to be. Mm. And you see where he is now and you go, "Oh, all this is this 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 process of enlightenment is possible oh. for anyone. If it happened to Mike Tyson, it can happen. Yes. Can I tell you? And I didn't even tell you this last night when we were watching it. I cried like two or three. I'm going to cry right now. I don't know why. It's so emotional. His story for me. It is an emotional story. It was like hearing the story about his parents. He doesn't know who his dad is. His, yeah. his real dad. It's horrible. Mother's a prostitute. Yep. And a drunk. And he's running the streets. And by the robbing the, people, robbing people, and then. Luckily, he meets this guy Cuss, right? And then at 14 years old, he's already winning things. I mean, and you saw the pictures of him at 14. Yeah. The guy's a fucking, what is it, brick shit house? Is that how you say it? Yes. Okay. He is annihilating people at that age. Yes. And not, I mean, he was the biggest motherfucker. He wasn't the biggest. He looked uh, like a 14-year-old boy. I mean, he's a he's definitely... At 14, I was like, I've never seen a fucking 14-year-old guy like that. Yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, he's not that tall of a guy. Tyson's not a yeah. big, tall guy. He's He's, meaty. he's um, wide, and he's just wide. made of fucking... He's a pit bull. He's yes, just fucking, meat. Yeah, he's... What's he's his a, penis like? What does it taste like, you think? I don't know. I mean, I bet it's, it's girthy. It's a thick one, for sure. You think? Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's probably sweaty. You sweat a lot in that special... He was sweating, oh my God, so much. So, it was, it so was much. almost hard to focus on his acting because the the sweat. They really should have not made him worn a suit. Like, if you're going to sweat a lot on stage, you should probably pare it down to like a, te- like a nice shirt. Maybe? It bothers me so much, though, because I've been through the same thing. When I, when I shot a TV thing and I wore a sports coat one yeah. time, it was the worst thing. And the worst thing was that they asked me, it was just for a TV set. It was like six minutes long. Do you want a towel up there? And I was like, I don't need a fucking towel. Yeah, one of my Bruce Bruce. Yeah. And then <laughs> and I just poured sweat for the six minutes. And it's a huge, huge regret that I, A, that I wore yeah. the jacket, that I turned down the towel. Yeah. And I go back and I'm like, man, I really, really wish, A, that I hadn't worn it. But I learned that like for the future, don't layer me up. Well, you can't. Yeah. Make sure that there's air. When I did my, when I shot the special uh, a couple weeks ago in Minneapolis, one of the, they're like, here are the things we need to talk about. You know, we're talking about the lighting and the stage and blah, blah, blah. And I go, I need air conditioning pumping in here. I go, I do not want to get warm and think about the fact that I'm sweating. Yeah, because the lights and everything, yeah. you get hot really and quick. And they were like, absolutely no problem. And they, and they held to it, man. It was That's good. Because nice you don't cool. want that. There's, you know, I've seen comic specials. I won't, who shall remain nameless, but I know of a comedian who's on the larger side and... Oh, Bert. Who? (laughs) Bert Kreischer. No, it's not Bert. But anyway, I heard the story about this guy. I won't say who it is. Uh, He's a heavy set man. Yeah. And he was so hot and lathered up that he he also had a lot of spittle in the corners of his mouth, that white foam, that latte froth Uh in the corners. Uh And they had to go back and like digitally take out as much as they could the froth in the corners of his mouth jesus christ i know but that's not your fault like when you're you know you're up there you're not conscious of what you look like how could you be because you're so in the moment but it's embarrassing it's hugely embarrassing i don't want that yeah dude i wore a sweater in that life from amsterdam thing because it was so cold out yeah and that was hot it was a fucking bad idea too yeah you just learn like i cannot um put myself in a situation where I'm going to feel uncomfortable or look like that. Look like a fucking asshole. Yeah, you look like an asshole, man. You Absolutely. Look like an asshole. What are you looking at there? I was trying to find something to play for you. What, but, what were you trying to find? Kisses? Um, There's a serious kissy deficit in this house. Uh, serious head-scratching deficit. I feel like we're not even married. Really? Yeah. I feel like we're married. Well, where are my kisses? Where are my head-scratches? Here's a, first of all, I pet your head last night. 
Right. I pet it while you were awake. Then mm. you turned and you go, you don't have to stop. And I kept petting your head. <laughs> yeah, so, but you pet the dog more than you pet my head. You know, He's fucking adorable. Look at him. Look at my fur. My fur is all nice and blonde too. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have FIFO's face. Oh, um, Do you know that we put a call out to... Black guys with average sized dicks one time. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got an email about it. I'm a black man with an average sized penis. <laughs> Popular contrary belief not every dark skinned guy has dick for days. Mm. My measurements are 6.75 length Whoa. and a little under five inches in girth when fully erect. I'm pretty sure that some chicks feel disappointed when I show them the goods, Wait. only to be met with average size pack. The average penis is six inches long. But correct. five inches in girth. I think, does he mean the circumference yes. of his penis? circumference. Okay. Yeah, so all the way around. You know, one, two, three, four. Did he do the pie calculation 3.14 sure. times? Um, but anyways, he says, Radium. They, um, they might be disappointed when I show him the goods. My penis leads, some, leads to some issues when it comes to watching porn as well. I love interracial scenes. But I can barely put myself into the fantasy because all the black guys <laughs> have dicks that are way too big for me to pretend it's mine. <laughs> I am happy with my penis size, and I can usually cook the puss just fine, but I wouldn't mind having the full black experience with a big-ass dick. Hmm. Uh, also, when is Christina going to get her own podcast where she discusses reality TV oh, shows? Oh, that's, that's the show. I know. I got to do it. I'm going to do it. Yes, 2014, I'm doing it. Anyways, so thank you for sharing... Your email, sir, about your penis. Thank you. I'm sure you are not disappointing them as much as you think you are. No, wait a minute. Six and a half inches in length. That's Six a, and that's, three quarters. That's nice. That's, that's a nice, it's yeah. a nice size peener. I don't yeah. know what he's a uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sir, that is nothing to sneeze that at. That is nothing to be upset about. I think you're the kind of probably chicks fuck you and they're like, thank you, sir. They're very happy. <laughs> Because your penis, Tom, is eight feet in length. Is that right? Eight and a half feet. Right. And you have to coil it and put it in your pants. I feel like, I don't know, I want to measure myself. I haven't done that since Why don't like we do seventh it? grade. Want to do it right now? On the show? Yeah. Uh, do you have a tape measure? I have to dig it up. Uh, yeah, I have to get fully aroused. Yeah, you have to do some work. that hard. Do some fluffing. You're not that hard to arouse, I have to say. Hey. Okay. <laughs> We'll do it. We'll do it and report back. How about that? Okay. How big do you... I mean, I'm so curious. Have you ever measured your peener? I'm sure you Yeah, have. I have. I, I honestly... I feel like you get different measurements depending on how fat you are and how old you are. <laughs> I feel like it was longer when I measured it in like sixth grade. <laughs> well, I guess relative to your hooshi size. Yeah. Your belly size. You're like, yeah. Jesus, I got dick for days. I'm sixth grader. I'm so glad that I don't have any pressure about my genitals. I think that would really fuck me up. Well, I'm happy with... I, I really am not... I don't have any complaints. It's not like like um, there's no room for more. Of course, you could always have more, but I don't go like, man, I'm so fucking bummed out. Uh, I love your peener. I wouldn't have married you if I felt it, it wasn't perfect and, yeah. and wonderful. And and honestly, I, I usually need a fucking shoehorn to get it in there. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. Can we not? It's not really. I mean. I mean, I need a running start to hey, get hey, any hey, penetration. Hey, 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 You remind me of okay sixth grade, babe. When did you when did you start getting finger blasted in sixth grade? <laughs> no, honestly, I I was a late bloomer uh, when it came to finger blasting and um, yeah. Give me that ball. Come on. Yeah. Like Frenching and stuff. I think I was only in fifth grade when I got finger banged. Fifth grade. What? That Jesus. California girls go faster. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, my God. I would say ninth grade. Is that when you get finger banged? Um, I had a, I had a very, happens a lot then. No, I had a very wonderful boyfriend who I still keep in contact with. We talk every day. We have lunches once a week. Yeah. Um, he sleeps over when I'm on the road. Like, it's that what? kind of cool thing we have. No, yeah. That cool thing where it ended, but it's not over. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't, I, I like occasionally on Instagram, like, oh, look at your baby. But I was in a monogamous relationship and I was getting finger pain. I was a late bloomer sexually with everything. Everything? Everything. What about getting getting finger banged? I didn't get finger banged. <laughs> I got finger banged in my asshole when I was 20. 122. By the African dirt bag? 
My she AIDS was carrier? down for whatever. Okay. She okay. took well, every single thing that I had, put it in her mouth. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Theo doesn't need to hear this stuff. Um, but what were we saying? Oh, yeah, I was, I was very late, Bloomer. Didn't do any of that stuff till much later. I think, but didn't you kind of move around a lot in your adolescence? I did. That I did. Hurt. And that hurts. It does hurt. It does hurt. They don't know you, then you're gone, then they don't know you, then you're gone. And you're creepy, and you got yep. that staring problem. Why is this guy always fucking staring at me? Patrick Bateman in the classroom. I want to get that puss. <laughs> <laughs> then they found out I could cook the puss, and then I had a good time, you know? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Word spread. <laughs> Word spread. This guy knows how to cook it. Oh, please. I'm serious. Girls do talk, though. They do. They're like... Fuck my stoma. Okay. They get it. Okay. <laughs> they, um... Okay. What do you what do you girls talk about? Like, but I feel like girls at a young age wouldn't talk like he knows what he's doing because they want to keep it to their soul. No, you don't know. You don't know what it what it means to know what somebody is doing. You just know that it's being done to you. So girls are like that guy. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think I've talked about this before on the show, but I think going to a, an all girls school was yeah. a really cool thing, and in, in the sense that because there's no dudes around to create this weird pressure. <laughs> Like, we were like boys. The way we talked about sex to each other, we were like full dudes. Like, we would high-five each other. Like, my friend, like, like I don't want to say name, like, like, Stephanie would come to school and be like, I just gave my first blowjob, and we would high-five each other. Oh, really? It was very pro, like, very sex-positive culture that, that I came up in, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, we were, we were proud of each other for being whores. It was good. The, don't you feel like, though, that the, the irony of or the... The thing that develops from that is that at that age, you guys say that as women get older, they always deny sexual experiences to everybody. They're like, no, and then we, I just went home. <laughs> and then you find out like, oh, that guy was eating my ass in a restaurant. Like, he, I don't, you know, I honestly, I think this younger generation, like I hate to say it, but the reason I like Jersey Shore is... uh it was actually kind of a sex positive culture where the girls were just as, you know, out there to get laid as the dudes were. And I think that's this generation. I don't. So maybe it's changing now where girls are more like, fuck, yeah, I got laid last night as opposed to the shame culture that I grew up in and you grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's changing because I you shouldn't be like, w- would you be upset if I was like, dude, I, I slept with like, what if I slept with way more guys than you slept with girls? I don't know. I mean, at this point, what I mean, what am I going to say? No, but I'm saying like when we when we first started dating, and you were like, "How many have you had?" And I was like, "Like around like triple digits." Um, <laughs> be honest. Would you ju- would you have judged? I don't know, man. I liked you. I liked you so much. Like to start, I think I would just been like, "I'm into this chick," you know. You wouldn't so, think about. No, I. You know, I didn't really. I don't think that would have really affected me. I don't think so. I think I'm pretty. Like I joke around about stuff, but I don't think that that, that it would truly affect. Really? Because I, I don't think so. Do you want to know the truth? Yeah. I once dated a guy. He was a car salesman in college. What? Yeah, one night, one date only. Okay, oh, this guy, this yeah. guy named Adrian. Okay, and uh, we got to a bar, and I, he tells me at the bar, he goes, "I've slept with over like I don't know seventy six girls," and we're like twenty years old. Yeah, and I gotta tell you that honestly, I was immediately turned off. I was like, "Oh, gross! We're never gonna fuck." Because that's so to me. That's like, ugh, like how much is enough? Like, what what are you doing at that? But point? at twenty, at, at the beginning of a relationship, I understand what you're saying. Ugh. For me, if you had said that, I'd be like, "This bitch knows what she's doing with a dick," you know. Oh, so I, I would have thought maybe I wouldn't have been thinking marriage material. <laughs> but I would be like, "This chick knows how to fucking suck." But, but we never would have gotten married. You would have been like, Ew. "Maybe I can't." I, I can't make that prediction. I also feel like you know uh, you're a couple years older than me, so I'd be like, "Well, she has. You have more like leeway to have messed around more." Three years, yeah. I mean, you know. But still, I judge. Like I would totally judge. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't judge, but. I always feel like that judgment usually exists before you know that. Like, if you go, that chick, she's been with 300 guys. I'd be like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But then, like, if I yeah. knew the girl. Of course. And then I find out, I'm like, oh. Of course. So. Of course. As with anything, though. Yeah. Like, don't you know, like, you know people 
who have prison. We know people that have yeah, prison records. Of course. We know people that are, you know, convicted felons and they're good friends. <laughs> yeah. No, of course. It always depends on knowing somebody, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Did I not even tell you this today? Today I got to meet one of the um, co-creators of the show Cheaters. You know that show, uh-huh. Cheaters? Uh-huh. Uh, it's a reality show, for those of you who don't know. It used to be hosted by a guy named Joey Greco. And then they would, like, one of the, the spouses who's being cheated on, like, six the show on the person that's cheating. And then they, like, bust in. Or they show the person footage first yeah. of the cheating. It's like, anyway, he tells me a great story about how the show got started. Yeah. So the guy who created the show apparently was like a tax attorney and he was having an affair on his wife. Uh-huh. And he was with his mistress in the in like wherever they were and he he was thinking to himself, wouldn't this be the worst thing ever if this was like being televised or wouldn't this be like the worst thing ever if a camera crew like bursted in on us right now. And that was the idea for the show Cheaters. Really? Yeah. So he was in the situation Himself. Of being the bad guy, yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's that's true for everything. Anything bad <laughs> yeah. that you're doing, oh my imagine God. it being broadcast, and that would give you so much anxiety. It doesn't matter oh what you're doing. God, I know. You know, if you're fucking, I don't know, if you're doing cocaine, and you're like, what if a camera crew right now? You're like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> then stop some members of the real world. Yeah, that's true. Did I ever tell you that? No. Nah. I was on Road Rules. I'll tell you the story. There's a particular cast of the real world. Yeah. That was on so much blow. This is in my time that they had to like put the cameras down and be like, hey, you guys need to stop doing so much cocaine because yeah. they did nothing else to film. Like they were up for days and days. This is before they had to get them jobs to occupy their time. Really? One of the kids actually ODs on the show and they say it's something else. Oh, really? They blame it on like a, quote, heart condition, but he actually did too much blow. Somebody's going to look that up for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be for my new podcast. I'll discuss this further in my new show. Yeah. What's that? What's it going to be called? I think Real Talk. Why do you call it Dick for Days? Oh, I love Dick for Days. Is there anything better than Dick for Days, Tom? Jesus Christ, babe. Hmm. Really? Why? Why are you judging Dick for Days? Um, So. What? This um oh first of all this this is hysterical. So your favorite talent in film or television or anything obviously is Medea. Yeah, Tyler Perry. They had um uh what's his name? Spike Lee went on <laughs> Oprah and Yes, I talked, heard this. Talk, you heard the interview? I have cuz uh, he and Tyler had massive beef. Yes, here's I believe little. it was one-sided. Here's a portion of it. You love Tyler? Yes. People notice, but I went to his house. Um, The best is what Oprah says. She has (laughs) a quote that is amazing. Okay, here, just listen. He tell you? I know he told you. (laughs) No front. The minute I... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me say it. The minute I walked out of the house, I know he's like, Spike was just here. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just tell you, I wasn't going to front. I mean, I was going to... No, we're okay. cool. You're mad cool now. Yeah. All You're right. mad cool. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. He's tr- <laughs> Let me just tell you, I wasn't going to front. I mean, I love Oprah. Oprah saying I wasn't going to front. Is but she's, she, has, she doesn't say it like with flavor. She's like, of she course, I wasn't going to front. I love her so much. <laughs> Let me just tell you, I wasn't going to front. I mean, oh. I was going to. No, no, we're cool. Yeah. We're mad cool now. Yeah. You're mad cool. Yeah. But here's <laughs> the thing, though. He's trying to make it on a, 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 the, our differences based on a social economic level yeah i mean what? he's trying to say it's because he's from the south i'm from the north that you have different ways of you'd have different stories I know, but, but i don't want to make it like it's- yeah but that's not what the issue was spike lee was like that is buffoonery is the fucking yes. shit that you're making yes so now he's minimizing what his beef was yes it's it's, it's uh regional i mean first of all like many people in new york city every summer our parents ship our black ass. I can say that. Our black butts okay. down south. It's cable. You can say ass, 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 ass. Every <laughs> summer, we spend half the summer in Snow Hill, Alabama, yeah. and Atlanta, Georgia. I don't think he was saying regional as much as you have different stories. And then, and then I went to Morehouse. So okay. my criticism of him was, was just the imagery. For me, it was just taste. He has a way to see stuff. I see it differently. He's doing a great thing. 
We're cool. You're cool. There's no, we got no drama, no friction, and one day we might work together. Doubtful. Don't front. Don't For one fucking st- Wait, front. he went to Hillman? Isn't that where the Cosby kids went? Morehouse. But is that like the all-black college? Morehouse is an all-black school. Where yeah. is that? Do you know? Morehouse. Isn't that in Atlanta? That's where uh, Tyler Perry is from, yeah. I, You right. know, I think... I loved... You know I love Tyler Perry movies. And I hate that Spike Lee... Like, Spike Lee made it into a regional thing on this this, this Yeah, Morehouse thing. is in Atlanta, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like he blank, he's like, yo, I'm from New York, and Tyler's from the South. And the, it, it, it's like, yeah, but Tyler Perry grew up poor. And like... And shitty too. He made it sound like Tyler Perry grew up in some kind of a privileged environment that Spike Lee didn't have, or some shit. Wait, in this interview, yeah. It, it, for some reason, it came across to me as like Spike implying like I grew up hard, and he didn't. You know, he. Grew that's up. not what he said right there. Yeah, I don't know why I heard it that way. I felt like he's, but he was his saying is like, well, you know, imagery and this and that. But like before, when he was criticizing him, he was like, that is some fucking buffoonery. Yeah, like you're you're basically it's a minstrel show. Like you're doing, you're making. He did a say that word, and the thing is, okay, and I've I as much as I love Medea movies, and I you know me that I legit I fucking you legit own love it. them. Yes, yeah, I, I have crazy, them in the house. Yes. Whenever I'm blue, I watch Medea's Family Reunion. Yeah, I fucking love it. Okay, the fact is, on some levels, you do kind of cringe because you're like, oh no, is this is this what Larry the Cable Guy is to white people? What Tyler Perry is doing oh, with Medea? Right, you're like, right. oh, is this the bottom? On the other hand. I have met black people in the South. I just had a driver in Jacksonville, Florida, who talked exactly like Medea. She was saying like phrases like fitting to do this, and she was talking the way Medea yeah. talks about her kids, about her, I'm going to beat them kids. She was talking about hitting her grandchildren. I was like, oh my God, you're just like Medea. I had that thought yeah. talking to this woman sure. in Florida, in Jacksonville. So. Tyler's world exists just as much as Spike Lee's world exists, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But Spike Lee doesn't approve of it because it's not, quote, intellectual enough for him, I guess. I guess not. Here's something that's intellectual. It's not Rosie Perez dancing on a block. Ooh, ooh, is this intellectual? I mean, it didn't get away, you know what I'm saying? They made a, 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 a play at the end. It was a questionable travel call, you know what I'm saying? It didn't go our way. And they made a decent play, you know what I'm saying? I had a good look. You know, MC had a better look. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, I'm saying they made a, they, they made one more plays than we did, man. It wasn't, it wasn't like the game got out of control. I'm saying they came out with a lot of injury, which we knew they was going to do. I'm saying we fought back, we took the lead, you know what I'm saying? But they, um, ultimately, I'm saying they got Damn. the W and we didn't. You had a terrific game offensively. What was the atmosphere out there like with with the the whole return of Iverson? Oh, you know, it was going to be very emotional. You know what I'm saying? They <laughs> not want another player to come in here and get more attention or love than they were getting. You know what I'm saying so they go come out like gangbusters, and they did. You know what I'm saying? But we fought back. We were the threes in position to win the game. We weren't able to get it done. Interesting playing against Andre Miller and Reggie Evans. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They still um, <laughs> still cool friends of ours. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I'm a, it's competitive, but it's still love at the same time. That's, oh my goodness! Who is that? Kenyon Martin. Kenyon. Uh huh. How do you spell that? Like K E N Y. Yeah, Kenyon Martin. Okay. Kenyon. Um, University of Cincinnati Bearcats. What up? He um, the Bengals. It's University of Cincinnati. Oh, it's um, the Eskimos. Yeah, the Eskimos. The Gators. <sighs> Bearcats. Um, the Bearcats. Yeah. yeah. That's a thing. A bear cat. Yeah, it's University of Cincinnati. Okay, you know. He uh, he was a fucking beast when he was at uc crazy that that team was sick fucking running the show what was that um are you gonna talk about this on charge it to the game no this is basketball oh <laughs> are you serious yeah this whole time i thought you were talking about football no are you serious yeah uh, i know nothing about sports yeah you know sam um, do, do you like Spike Lee movies? Can we keep talking about Spike Lee for a minute? Here? Of course we can. Do you? What do you think of him? And, and be honest. Um, I'll be honest. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. Okay. He just. A, I want to have good reference. Let's do Spike. I'll pull up his his catalog, his filmography, if you will. Um, because I also haven't seen a lot of Spike stuff. 
I feel like you've seen everybody's seen do the right thing. That was like his was that his debut where it really put him out there. It wasn't his debut, but he um, Jungle Fever. All right, let's go back. He these are some. Oh, she but gotta, I get it. She's got to have it. School she days. Have it. School okay. days. I remember, and that's it's kind of a it's a different style. Um, you know, and I think Spike and Tyler are honestly. I think they're fighting for the same cause. You know what I mean? Like it is about like being prideful and having pride in your culture. Yeah. It just so happens that those are two separate spectrums of the same culture. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't disagree with that analysis at all. Yeah. I don't disagree. Because I don't like a lot of shit other women do. Yeah. Like for instance, I don't, I don't believe in female comics that dress like hoes and talk about sucking cocks and how amazing the blowjobs are. To me, that doesn't represent women well. Yeah. Okay, but that is another spectrum of the female experience. So, so I go, oh, ultimately, that you know, that exi- yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, do the right thing. Yes, Mo Better Blues. I, I remember watch. that. Yeah, uh, Jungle Fever. I saw everyone. Yeah, it was good. Malcolm what? X. I didn't watch. I loved Malcolm X. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I fucking, I'm not against it. watching it. I just didn't see it. It's a little long, as all of his movies are a tad long. That one's, I, I if I remember, is really long. Actually, very long, but I think well worth it. Um, I, I, I'll watch that whenever it's on. I like that one. Crooklyn was next, and then Clockers. I liked Clockers. Uh, you saw a lot of Spike Lee's shit. Yeah, I liked him a lot in, in like the late eighties, well, and then I felt that he got pretend like it was too pretentious for me for a minute. Um, Clockers. I like militant black stuff. Anything that's like really about sticking it to the man. Yeah, that's why I like Malcolm X so much. If I were black, I'd be so fucking militant. I just love it. I did see. Let's see. There's Get on the Bus. To see that he got game, I didn't see that one. Original Kings of Comedy, obviously. Hello, uh, bamboozled. Well, I remember that was a big, big deal when that came out. Um, twenty fifth hour. I didn't even hear that. You didn't hear that one? I think no. that's the one with uh, what's that great actor? Um, I can't think of his name. Ed Norton. Yeah. Oh, he. Is I saw. Great. I saw twenty fifth hour. And it's all right. It's not great. Um. Where's Ed Norton been, for God's sake? Yeah, I haven't seen him. She Hate Me. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. Um, Is that part of that on cable? Yeah. Uh, Inside Man. Yes. I saw that. I saw that, too. He's made a ton of shit, man. Yeah, he's made a ton of shit. Inside Man's, like, Damn. it's a good movie. It's not, like... I think the thing is that, like, he almost, in a weird way, gets way more, like... um. He gets to have a voice that's bigger than his success in a way. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at these movies, like how many of these movies are like, holy shit, what an amazing filmmaker. Well, okay. I'm going to have to digress here. I mean, not digress. Uh, I'm going to disagree here. I think when Do the Right Thing came out, yeah, that movie was like, it was like what NWA was for rap, where people were like, what the fuck? fuck like right maybe because i'm a little bit older and i grew up in la like when that movie came out people were like what the this is amazing like this is some real racial shit yeah like it really i think he really changed people's perception i don't disagree with you but that's also one film and we're talking about a body of work i know but what about about jungle fever that was pretty revolutionary too yeah that i mean okay but i still think that like yeah but if you've been making films for 30 I know. Like something years. I know, but it's hard. Like Woody Allen, too. He's made a million movies. I like yeah. maybe two or three. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not shitting. I'm not trying to shit on Spike Lee if it sounds like I am. I'm saying that, like, we're running through these, and you're like, all right. I mean, I definitely enjoyed that Undisputed Truth thing that we just watched. I would like to see um, Kobe doing work, which is like a documentary oh, yeah. he made. yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that. I didn't see it. I mean, overall, I think he's a talented guy, but I feel like he's more famous yes. than the films That's true. Sorry, yeah. that he's made. But you know why? It's because he puts his name on everything, like that Tyson well, thing Like last somebody night. else we know? Tyler Perry? <laughs> God, they're so smart. Maybe that's why my name's not out there. Yeah, because it's a Spike Lee joint. It's a Spike Lee, Spike Lee, Spike Lee. And then, what's his name? Tyson references Spike throughout the thing. Like 10 times. Yeah, you're like, all right, I get it. It's a Spike Lee joint. I got it, Yeah, Spike said this, and Spike was doing that, and Spike said this. Yeah, but you're right. Tyler Perry. It's always Tyler Perry is a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, But I like, I mean, 
I like Spike Lee. I, I'm, I'm not trying to say I, I, I don't dislike him at all. I just, you know, whatever. Um, I, yeah, I think he's a talented guy. Uh, I would definitely, I would definitely work with that guy any day, any oh, day for sure. Um, and I, you know, I think he's a oh, talented guy. Do you, but do you know that who he discovered? Right? Who? Do you know that it was him who discovered Rosie Perez? Oh, right. So it's her okay. uh, dancing in the beginning of uh, Do the Right Thing when she's on. Oh, I'm sorry. Or he discovered her dancing in a club. She was like a go-go dancer, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the opening sequence, I think, is the opening sequence. It's Rosie Perez dancing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how you see her. And that's how she got that part. Yeah. I never liked when he um, put himself in films, though. No, that's like, a real narcissistic thing. That's not the problem, is that some of these directors that, actor not good actors like he's not a good actor yeah. i i did not like him as in the, in the nike commercials with michael jordan like he's not charismatic or fun like quentin tarantino's the same way he's a horrible actor Quentin's horrible actor. he's so bad and yeah, like you're horrible. like i i understand that you wrote it and you made it and you have to be in it yeah. but like you should limit your speaking parts man like, and then he also draws mad and bombs in pulp fiction yeah i mean that part is like it, it, you know, of course, he gave it to himself. That role is such a juicy, like, I know. you could put such a good actor in that part. You could have put fucking, what's his name, who is one of the cleanup guys. He could have said that line. You know what I'm saying? What's yeah. his name? Steve Buscemi or somebody? or The other one, the cleanup, the one that they call in. What's his name? Oh, Harvey Keitel? Yeah. I well, he was great as the wolf, though, right? So. Yes, but I would have loved that line to be Harvey Keitel's. Could you imagine him saying dead yeah. nigger storage? Yeah. You're like, whoa, yeah. Harvey Keitel. Well, we definitely just heard you say it. <laughs> Jesus. I'm quoting the movie. Whatever, man. Come Whatever. on. That's, that's a fucking line in the film, man. You, you. I didn't say it for no reason, not for nothing. Not for nothing, but I just feel like, you know. Big words. Um, <laughs> Where's Rosie? Do we have one in Puerto Rican? of big words. <laughs> Puerto Rican? I haven't heard that in a long time. Really? Oh, come on. Can we hear her? Uh, when you're Puerto Rican, you just Puerto Rican. You know, when you're Puerto Rican, you're just Puerto Rican. <laughs> you know, when you're Puerto Rican, you're just Puerto Rican. Speaking uh, of big words, Alec Baldwin got in some trouble. Oh, yeah? What happened? Um, well, you know, he hates paparazzi on a level that very few do. Yeah. He had like a fucking, he had a trial for a stalker last week, and he won the case, and he was, you know, getting in the face of one journalist. And then somebody tried to film his kid his baby like in the getting in the car with the mother and he goes after the guy and as he's walking back to his car he's like yeah you want some of this shit he turns and he faces away and he's like cock sucking fag mm. right but it's it's not the best audio it's you know so that aired i heard it yeah. right and uh, he was like that's not what i said he said <laughs> he said i said cock sucking fathead Mm. Um, huh. which is I've never heard cocksucking from this is wait for my wife and the baby with the camera what fucking language you want that in what language you want it in so he's running through the streets So he said cocksucking fathead, right? Mm. Anyways, a lot has been made about this and how he is um, a homophobe now and like everybody coming down on him. I got to say, I really feel like I'm not defending, you know, saying these things, but the whole idea that when you're angry and you say shit to somebody that defines who you are, I don't believe that. I really yeah. disagree with that. I mean, what would you rather have a guy like him say that and you're like, well, you know, this is that's who he is, or would you have a guy who like actually really truly supports gay rights and like is an activist for them and when he was in a fight said call somebody a fat like what's yeah, I know. You'd rather have somebody who doesn't say fag but doesn't do anything? That's so dumb, the whole thing. This whole witch hunt now for people's language is so fucking absurd. 
Yeah. It's so out of line. I mean, uh, listen, if somebody's a bigot or a homophobe or a sexist, well, you're not going to fucking change them, okay? Of course it's, not. It's never going to happen. So let them be who they are. Yeah. What do you care if Alec hates gay people? But he doesn't. Who fucking who cares? The- but even if he does, I'm saying, we, there's no evidence that he does. Just because you call somebody, we call each other awful. Comedians call each other faggot a yeah. hundred times a day. That's what I'm saying is like, I know. if you take me as an example, I support gay rights through and through, right? But have I said shit like that like when I'm angry? As a joke, even? Or, or, or as a joke, yes. But anger? Like fucking... Like, of yeah. course. And does it mean that it's because I hate gay people? No. Of course. Like it's just, you know, you can't put all the way into, well, you said that, therefore you're this person. I, I don't think that's true. Yeah, I think that's a, a pretty silly way of looking at the situation. And, and it's also like for the people that usually articulate it are very intelligent, the yes. way that they break down yeah. how it is, you know, homophobic and it's demonizing this and that. But then you actually go, well, but how do you not recognize that something said in anger isn't necessarily defining who that person is? Well, okay, that you're right, and I agree with you as a logical argument, as like a day-to-day argument, that makes sense. I think the argument for that way of thinking is that, you know, if you're going to that consciously or unconsciously, it's, you feel it's a way. deep-rooted thing. For yeah. instance, right, if you don't mind, like I, I generally don't call people faggots a lot because... Neither do I. I don't generally drop the N-bomb uh, unless it's to reference Pulp Fiction. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, we don't go to those words... Because they're just not part of our everyday thinking, yeah. I guess, is the reason. But like again, so if that's his way of everyday thinking, fucking who cares? Do, do we really have to police how he thinks? I yeah. don't fucking care. Then I, don't, I choose not to watch his movies if I don't agree with his politics. Right. I, and I see what you're saying there. But what I, I think what, I, what I'm thinking, though, too, is like I can associate, I can see somebody in that situation saying that and I still can be like, can understand how he is not homophobic. For instance, I find the guy who never says a racial slur that was, he was, remember we played him on our show. He was talking about how um, being gay is like uh, an offense. You're walking in something offensive to God. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I find that guy way more offensive right. than Alec Baldwin saying cocksucking fag yeah, yeah, of course. in the heat of the moment. I mean, I find them drastically different, and I find one far more offensive, and he never curses. Well, how do we know, first of all, that this paparazzo wasn't a cocksucking fag? Maybe he was. Do you think that he was filming while he had a dick in his mouth? Yes. How do you know that's not the scenario? Hmm... That's true. I never, um, I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. I never ever thought of that. Sometimes you say stuff and it makes sense. You're welcome. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Anyways. Anyways, I thought you might want it to break down that. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Uh, what people? I. I don't think. Um, I don't think the words that people go to in the heat of the moment are necessarily indicative of who they are. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I don't. Because I say things in the heat of the moment that I thoroughly never fucking... I'm not, and I'm not defending saying that or that you should, be, you should be screaming that all the time, but it's a good thing. I just don't think that saying something like that necessarily means that's, then that's who you are. Right. You said that. You obviously are this person. Then. I don't, I don't right, agree right. with that. No, I know, James. Can I tell you about? Yeah. You may have to pull up uh, the Brown Talk. Oh, my audio. goodness. Oh, my goodness. All aboard! Next stop, Brown Talk. Brown Talk coming up. Uh, You've been warned. I threw in a burp for you. Thank you. So I have a major Brown update. Really? Major. Mage. What happened? It's a little embarrassing. Um, I'm in the I'm in Jacksonville, right? This is like a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I use the restroom like I normally do in my hotel room. 
and I go and I wipe and I wipe and I make brown and I make brown and I yeah. make brown and I wipe and I wipe. All right. And then I go to flush and then I clog the toilet. What? And then it overflows the water. Turds? Turds. The brown and the water comes up and out and everywhere. Turds are on the ground? What? <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Well, yeah, I thought it was implicit and my panicked called you. There's turds on the ground. Babe, it all came back up and out. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm fucking panicked because I've never done that before. I'm panicked. Like, So I like I figured to myself, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go to Whole Foods across the street. Like I'm going to walk over there. But then on my way out, I'll tell the front desk, like, hey, you need to call somebody in there now. And then I don't have to be there when the guy shows up, you know? Yes. So the whole time... And unfortunately, the way that the club is laid out, the club is in the hotel. It's not separate. So I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to, you know, housekeeping is going to tell and everyone's going to talk about my brown turds everywhere. What's going on here? Yeah. Anyway, I come back from Whole Foods. It's cleaned up. Everything's resolved. They picked your turds up. Somebody had to. I left a tip in a room. How much? Like 10 bucks. That's pretty good for turds. To clean up a turd? Yeah. I was so embarrassed. I never did that before. Have you ever overflowed a toilet like that? Um, I've had the water go up to the rim. I've had water fall out. I've never had turds fall out. Uh, I've had like paper stuffed Mm -hmm. and the water starts falling out of the sides. I've never had um, turds actually fall out. Well, Mm. there you go. Wow. You're welcome. Unbelievable. Yeah, so there you go. I was really fucking embarrassed, dude. Because I'm like, oh, everybody knows now that I that there's this is the girl that shit in the toilet overflowed and there's brown everywhere. Of course, I mean they all fucking. Talk. There probably had to have been at least after that one time where somebody saw you and then to somebody else they went, "That's the girl." That's the girl. She's and you know what that tonight. means. You know exactly what that means. What's that, babe? That's the girl means that's the girl that shit. All right. Thank you. Yep. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, what are you looking at on the computer all the time? What is that? What are you? What do you mean? At? You're looking at. What are you looking at? What? What? Do you, same thing I always look at. What is that? Stuff for our show. Oh. You know we're doing one right now, right? Here. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go make dinner. You want to say bye? Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. I love Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please visit your mom's house podcast.com. See you at the shows, guys. Go ahead, boy. Look at these slots and start jacking that dick. Come on. You want to jerk off? Well, you've got to do it. Right now. For me. Stroke it, dick boy.
Let it all go. 